0: And welcome to your number one amateur podcast, just for Nicole. This is breaking the panel. I'm Charles McFall, Phil Keating's here with me tonight.
1: Oh yeah, it's good to be back. Thanks for bringing in two Adventure Incorporated people to do the job of one botch person. And by the way, I thought we were on a sports podcast. What the fuck are you two doing talking about Premier League last week? And talking about sports while I'm not here.
0: You know, if you don't show up, you don't get a say. But yeah, uh, Paul right. showed up, and he had lots to say last week.
2: Yeah, I talked a lot about Magic the Gathering, and <laughs> I could tell that our guests were like, okay.
0: <laughs> that, <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, you, and, you and you and Mike Ellison went on a, a nice discussion about D&D, and it was awesome. And uh, joining us tonight... Who, uh, he, he is battling the sun as his people have done forever, the redheads. Uh, oh, Rob God. Roberts. Eh?
3: I'm I mean. melting. I'm melting. Oh, what a world. I'm going to burst into sparkles like I'm a vampire out of Twilight. Oh, oh that would be
0: God great. No. Uh, what's, Happy what's... pride.
3: Poof. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we know redheads
0: don't have pride. Uh... <laughs> no, just wrath. Yeah, uh, you know that's true but the funniest thing about it, if you're watching the video is for the last 45 minutes as we're talking no sunlight no sunlight no sunlight we go live ching, the sun just goes blazing through the window again yeah
3: well and yeah. the problem is so in my my studio space that i have just conveniently the blinds that you don't see on the camera the mini blinds just decided yesterday to go okay you want the real story here's the real story there was a really annoying fly on the other side of the blinds. So I was like, I'm going to kill this motherfucker. And it went blip. And then the whole blinds went, fuck you, Bloop, and the whole thing <laughs> fell apart.
0: That's and
3: so, and I haven't had time to get out to the, the Home Depot to replace yet. So, um, yeah, great timing. So you get to see me blinded by the, sun, the West Coast California sun, 100 degrees life. outside. Yeah. So. I'm so glad I didn't do that because I was about to. <laughs> yeah so word of advice if you're gonna kill a fly don't destroy your whole house to do it
0: mm. i've been known to break some things going after roaches but not not flies so much but that's neither here nor there paul has not had any spicy news in forever and he is stupid excited he came like "Ooh, i got something spicy
2: tonight he's I excited spicy
0: he's all. excited be excited paul just own it What do you got? What are we talking about tonight? Uh,
2: All right. So basically, if you're following what's going on in like the Twitter sphere and just social media in general right now, we're seeing a lot of different companies try to like erase their uh, less reputable past
0: entries. So what uh, happened? Because you couldn't do that before. What has happened recently that that's the thing now?
1: Well, well he's trying I, he's trying to set it up let him set yeah, him up
0: yeah like just
1: before you knock I him down. Ahead of the game. No, you're not listening listen look squirtle it's a professor you know, squirtle to you you know obviously the
2: the at least here in the united states a national conversation though arguably it's become an international issue we've been discussing you know Race and prejudice quite a bit more than we normally do, and rightfully so, in the in the wake of everything that's happened in recent weeks. And so various corporations have taken steps to try to get rid of things that are considered problematic. And I, I really just want to dig into that as a group and and discuss like some of the benefits of that, some of the maybe downsides. Is it an empty gesture? Uh, Because that's another accusation that gets, you know, levied at a lot of these companies that are making these these moves. Uh, And it's kind of widespread. It is hitting. We're seeing movies and television shows getting changed, like movies being pulled off services. Uh, I saw like Gone with the Wind was pulled. Um, 30 Rock is pulling four episodes that uh, contain blackface in them uh and and other stuff like that so there's all kinds of things like that i know uh i'm gonna bring up magic the gathering again uh magic the gathering recently just banned like uh, i think it was like 15 cards that are either very obviously like linkable to racial prejudice or could be construed as such and that's caused a stir uh one of them is really egregious it's called invoke prejudice and it has clan members on it and the artist is an avowed neo-nazi it's wild it, print?
1: into the loop in the first it got
2: printed back in the 90s
1: oh it doesn't matter oh i'm sorry was it i, I mean
2: <laughs> it was a different time back in my well, day different it, time in the 90s it, it, so it, the the artist's art style is kind of a little bit abstract And so it was, like, if you look at it now, you're like, holy shit, those are clan members. And the card is named Invoke Prejudice. I guess, like, the culture was different. We know. We know that. We were all around in the 90s. You, nobody saw that as problematic at the time. Or if they did, it was, you know, they just kind of like, hmm. And then just moved on with their day. Uh, But now stuff like that is wildly problematic. They also got rid of a card called Cleanse uh, that destroys all black creatures. And some people are like, well, that's not racist and i'm like it's pretty racist <laughs> uh and there's some other examples too but yeah so like magic has done it uh dungeons and dragons has addressed uh some of their some of the depictions of indigenous peoples and people of color in their work uh some of it has been ar- what is arguably reductive stereotypes and and such uh so they've addressed that uh we've seen tv shows pulling episodes uh people are calling to cancel i saw like jimmy kimmel did a bunch of blackface uh comedy skits back in the day and people are trying to cancel him especially i guess like the the people who are against cancel culture which isn't real by the way uh they um they're going after jimmy kimmel because they think he's like a poster child for the cancel culture and so they're like oh we're gonna cancel you because you canceled everybody else and so it's cancelception Uh, (laughs) yeah so like basically a lot of companies are taking hard stances on the issues of race and prejudice they are kind of whitewashing some of their history or at least pulling stuff that is considered problematic and uh it's it's kind of interesting so what do you guys think
3: Um, let's start with our guest rob No pressure. No, I I just thought it'd be lighthearted. No, it's no these are, you, you hit a nail on the head. These are things that kind of have to be t- uh, spoken about. And I think we've seen a lot in the past of kind of the empty gesture, right? Like mm-hmm. the, oh, we're going to make our icons black for a day, or we're going to put out a little statement in White Times New Roman font on a black background about how important this issue is to us. But I think through a lot of the protests and a lot of the things that we're seeing online, the question that's really being asked is, okay, but how are you really changing? And you're seeing some companies start to really look, take a hard look at how can they actually invoke positive change. Because I think you have many people across this country and across the world that are saying, we aren't going to take it anymore. This must change. And so now you're seeing things that are finally changing. Um, you know, are some of the things an overreach when it comes to things like gone with the wind and things now it's important to point out, they put gone with the wind back, but uh-huh. they did put it with a, a disclaimer. I don't yeah. know the the details of it, but my assumption is it's like the old uh, Warner brothers cartoons. They kind of put back that right, said, this right. is a product of its time, dah, 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 dah. and that's fine. I, I honestly think the, uh, Probably like the best example of this whole thing where, like, yes, we we really need to change some of the things we we do in this country. I think just just happened a couple of days ago, Juneteenth, right? Juneteenth mm-hmm. was a day that, you know, okay. Now everybody here said they grew up in the 90s, or in my case, maybe the 80s and so forth. How many of y'all were taught about Juneteenth in schools? None of us. And when you start to hear about What that day is, and it's not that complicated of a concept or that complicated of a of a of a holiday, so to speak. What people are asking for is that: why are we celebrating freedom on July Fourth when not everybody was free until Juneteenth? You know, that's once it was kind of put that very simply to me, I'm like, oh, I get it. And this is the type of thing. I should have found out and been taught by our education system a long time ago. I shouldn't have been finding this out on like social media and through other people. I should have been taught this in schools. Uh So I, 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 kind of, and the reason why I bring that up is I think that's a very like tangible type of thing where it's like, this is why weren't we taught this? Why has this been like not a thing on our radar ever, you know, but now we're starting to learn. Now people are starting to, you know, learn more about these types of things and why they're important and why we need to be teaching them in schools because history is not pretty. And sometimes in elementary school, we've been taught Chris Columbus sailed the ocean blue and (laughs) and all these things. Right. And then when you start to learn kind of like the, the real story, it's like, Oh, boy, did we get the Disney-fied version of that. And not only is it like Disney-fied, but it was like, I, I don't even know what to call it. Like ch- changed, basically ch- changed, rewritten. Um, so anyway, uh, as far as like what companies need to do, you know, I, I think there's definitely a demand out there for it's like, no, we need you not to just say like, yes, there's a problem. What are you going to do about the problem? Now, I host a long-running video game podcast, Cheap Plug. So, obviously, Mm -hmm. we've been watching a lot about what the different video game companies are doing. And certainly, you've seen some companies that are not saying much at all, Mm -hmm. Steam, Valve. Uh, And we're seeing other companies like uh, Charles, you know Niantic, right? And Pokemon Go. I would say that's a great example of a company that went, wow, wow. Over and above, like we're going to take these proceeds, we're going to make sure it goes into development for you know um, younger Black students that want to learn to develop games, and we're going to help them create games. Notice it doesn't it isn't like we're going to publish them, or we're going we're gonna to help them give them these same tools and resources and so forth, and, and all these other commitments that they're doing to try to change things in the game industry, which you know that that's a whole another. Problem of its own. I don't. I, I do. You guys have a seven-hour show because there's a whole <laughs> other thing happening with the game industry, and not just the racial issues, but now getting into some of the, um, you know, basically a continuation of Me Too, uh, mm. and especially what's happening in the game industry. A lot yeah. of that is starting to come to light. Oh my in god! In this past week, it's 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 been it's, awful to read. It's been it's awful. It's horrific, read. but I think it's also one of those things where somebody has to say, "Look at it, look yeah. at it. This needs to make you uncomfortable because yep. it's the only. I'm holding up my phone. because is all I have. This is the thing that you need to be uncomfortable with. This because this is the only way we're going to get you to see that we need change.
1: Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. This weekend's been rough um, for for the gaming industry as a whole, as you said, and reading every, every one of these women's stories, um, and I did. I read as many as I could because everybody, though their stories are exactly very much the same, they are completely different, and they're all horrific. Uh, it it kind of, you know, it, it was something that I, I took time to read all these stories because it's such... You know, we, we love to pretend as, as Twitch streamers and all, you know, content creators that everything's hunky-dory and happy, but there's a lot of fucking terribleness in the gaming industry right
3: now. Unfortunately, uh, I, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, Paul, but I think, and I'll try to s- succinctly summarize my thoughts here. I think the common thread among all of these things, the common thread is that there are too many people in power who abuse that power uh-huh. in many different ways, and... This is the uprising of people putting their foot down, saying, "If this is how you choose to use your power, we're going to remove you from power."
1: Yep, and and Swan says in the chat, it's going through the comic industry as well. Even you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. with indie comics to to the the major publishers, it's just Ooh, and there yeah. was
2: there was that really big. Uh, I was reading about, I forget the who who was it? Swan, help me. Uh, uh, somebody who. Uh, comic writer who was running a forum for, uh he he started this forum back in like the 90s on the internet and it became like this cafe uh salon if you will of people in the industry and people who wanted to get into the industry and it was like this place where everybody was like really just they're all people who wanted to write or, or do art for comics. They cared about comics and it was kind of like, it had a little bit of that internet edgelord aspect to it where like everything goes, you know? And like, if you're, if you're getting in the way of, of the joke, you're the problem, it's something that's common in the comedy scene, for example. And I really wish I could remember the artist's name right now, uh, or sorry, the writer's name. And cause it, it should be out there, but come to find out the, the guy who was the, you know, the nucleus of all of that, he wielded power with an iron fist. He was basically like, if he banned you or his mods banned you, that was it. You were out. And he decided when he wanted to do it. And everybody was kind of cool with that because he didn't use it very often, but then come to find out that he was sexually harassing people. You know, he was one of those creepy dudes who was sliding into the DMS before DMS were even a thing. And it, it kind of became this situation where a lot of women who were trying to break into the industry felt like they kind of had to come kiss the ring, so to speak, in order to get a, a step up to, to break in because this person was powerful. And it's the whole thing was just like it was really interesting to read about because it was like they had this clubhouse that was all like minded people trying to do the same things. And everything was like it was kind of like an unregulated but ruled with an iron fist you know club and then you come to find out that the person at the center of it is abusing their power to try to have relations with with women that were in the group who as we know especially as far as writing goes in comics in general only recently started to get the respect and and the the effort behind them that they deserve. Uh, female voices have been suppressed within comics for a long time. It's been really a really difficult uphill battle, and it only recently have we seen prominent names start to really rise up and start being respected the way male writers have been. Uh, similarly, the magic community is dealing with one of their prominent artists right now. Wizards of the Coast just announced uh, they're separating they're severing their relationship with Noah Bradley, who is an artist who kind of rose to prominence in the last like seven, eight years or so. Basically this was a guy who came out of art school and started doing illustration and was like the hot, the hotness like he's a guy who grew up in the age of social media he knew how to work social media to his advantage he was always on reddit he was always working twitter and every place else and he became a rock star and wizards was using him for tons of art like he was featured on a lot of prominent stuff <clears throat> and come to find out that at events like uh their their large tournaments and their magic fests and stuff he was doing the same thing he was using his rock star status in the community, his his power to be really creepy and, you know, take advantage of women in the community in another community where women are already in small number because it's such a insular, predominantly white male community and just basically preying on, you know, having the pick of the litter and abusing his kind of rock star status, his popularity and everything, and being really creepy and gross about it. And he finally acknowledged it this past week and wizards was like, we're severing our relationship with him right now. Uh, there are some stuff, there are some cards that are in production that we can't stop. Like, we can't stop them from, they're already printed, they're coming out, but in the future, we're, you know, we've canceled everything that was in the pipeline that we could, and when we reprint any of those cards in the future, they will be featuring different art from another artist. We will not be reprinting any of his art once we get past this point. So you will still see some pieces of his come out and be associated with the game, but that's kind of outside of our control, and here we are. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a really interesting situation.
4: Hi. Breaking the panel is made possible by you and other listeners just as awesome as you are. If you want to support the show and get a little something in return, just go to patreon.com slash breaking the panel, because we do appreciate the help. Nicole and Emily have
1: both thrown uh, some names out in the chat for you, Paul. Yep. Um, Yes,
2: Warren Ellis. Warren Ellis was who I was talking about, uh, who ran like an internet forum that was essentially a clubhouse.
1: But I mean, you just look at all the names that Emily's putting up you know there, there's four now you know and that's just in the last 15 seconds that she's thrown those out so i mean it's uh it's awful and there's so many of them that just need to be you know brought to light weeded out and 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 hopefully uh you know crucified publicly so we can make uh fucking changes in in all these industries all of them now go on, but go, on go ahead but but, uh, but what we were talking about, you know, other, you know, uh, with 30 Rock changing or, or, you know, removing episodes or people getting rid of Jimmy Kimmel because they just found out he uh, hosted the man show and right? said <laughs> about it now. Um, I I don't know how to handle situations like that with shows that came out in the 2000s, right? It's a, It's really easy to look at Warner Brothers or even Disney, who hasn't done this yet, but put out the original unedited content and say, hey, look, this was made in the 30s. This was made in the 40s. I don't see how that's excusable for an episode of 30 Rock that came out in 2004. Right. Mm-hmm. How well, th- do you handle that situation, though?
0: And I watched all of 30 Rock, and I'm sure if I, I saw those episodes again, I'd be more familiar with it. But the way that that show is written... It is a more, uh, for lack of better words, it is a more liberal show. Whenever they do something that is offensive, it is to point out, typically to point out the offensiveness and the ridiculousness of it, and that we shouldn't uh-huh. be doing it. Now, I haven't watched those exact episodes, but my first thought is, wait, everything I think of that show and of, um, uh, what is her name that writes the show? Is the star on it? Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Every time I think of her, I think of, no, you're you're the person who writes the stuff that what well, y'all are all saying. Hold it up, make you uncomfortable because we need change. I'm like, why would they? Again, without seeing it, I can't really explain well, why. There was, was one episode,
1: there was one episode where Tracy Morgan and the other female uh, lead, I forget her character yeah, name, or Jenna, Jenna, Jenna yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so they, they had a competition who has it worse, a black man or a white female. So they do a race and gender swap. And so the, the actress who plays Jenna on the show. Um, goes in blackface as a black male and then tracy morgan uh goes in drag and makeup as a white woman so are they, they gonna see who has a tougher time are they gonna that's, pull the
0: episode where there were swastikas because things didn't go right i mean everything was uncomfortable to make a point when are we gonna uh, it, well that's relax that, as a society that's really
2: yeah that's really why i wanted to bring this up because it it I hate using the slippery slope because it's usually just used so falsely but where do we stop you know like do we do we take something like gone for the wind and put a disclaimer in the front and say this film is an iconic piece of filmmaking history
0: but it was awesome made in a- representative of the time it was depicted. right well
2: and that and there, there's a lesson there there's an yeah. opportunity to, to i mean I, i've never I've never seen the movie, but I know, you know, uh, that it's
1: so well. uh, uh,
2: (laughs) I know that it's like three and a half hours of just the driest shit ever.
3: Oh, shut (laughs) up, Paul. I don't think there is a simple answer, but I think a simple start would be that if we were to teach history appropriately in the first place, which as I addressed a moment ago, we're not doing, yeah. Maybe we wouldn't need to have these disclaimers because people know it. Yes, but the way things are today people don't know it. So in my opinion like I I don't think there is an easy answer a short answer But if there could be one I would say you got to teach We got to look at the way we're teaching history Uh and start there
0: Teach truth and not not the fiction that we want it to be But the original question about erasing the past tweets I actually heard about and what I was alluding to is not all the stuff going on in the world But you didn't used to be able to erase tweets or Facebook messages or your Facebook posts, and now you're starting to be able to. That's a thing now, where you can go in and delete it all, or you can just lock it down to where it's your own thing. I heard about this on the Daily Tech News Show uh, actually recently, because uh, I'm behind. So they thought I don't know when they talked about it, but but their point, my mindset goes to that. Sometimes this is a good thing. Because what if you're young and dumb and you're posting all those bong shots and and partying on the beach when you're 18, 19, 20, and when you're 25, 30 trying to get a real job and you've grown up and you don't do stuff like that anymore? Do you really want that out there? To your point with the corporations, Paul, I'm going to say, yeah, they should be able to go and clean up their old stuff. Because how many times... Have you or any the they royal you anybody has walked into a job taking a position and somebody comes in, either retail or any other way says, Hey, you did this. Like, no, I just got this job. I just took over this position. I didn't do that. Well, the person who was here before, yeah. And they're fired. They're not here anymore. As a corporation, they should grow and chase. Nicole made a point about EA doing something about everything in response to, to the world, but they still get shit about it because yeah, historically is a shit company. And they treat their people horribly. But they need to be able to change. And if you can go back to uh, Gunn, James Gunn. I was just about to say. You can go back ten James years Gunn. and pull crap up and go, Oh, you did this. And he got fired, and we all sit behind him like, no, that's bullshit. That's bullshit he got fired for that stuff from ten years ago that he's addressed and on you know. Yeah, so that I'm gonna leave it there and let some else take over. But that I think Yeah go back and change it but not if i mean if it's the same person if it's the harvey weinstein going back and changing his post well we that's not going to change anything his karma is going to come well, to him right you know
2: the, the weinstein thing is a good point because some of the companies that have some some production companies have gone back to co-productions with weinstein or miramax and removed weinstein and miramax yeah, from a social but you made those films together like yeah. we talked about I didn't this, know that. Uh, yeah, it's uh, there's been a couple examples of it. I'd have to go look for sources, but like, and I'm like, but you you made that movie in part because of Harvey and his brother. Like, despite all the evil that he did, and he did evil. Like, there's no mistake. There's a reason why he's in prison. He's an evil man who abused his power, his wealth, and and his reach, and took advantage of people. But he also, as we've talked about in the past. People like Kevin Smith wouldn't have a career without Harvey Weinstein. Uh, Quentin Tarantino wouldn't have a career without Harvey Weinstein. There's a lot of people who are really popular today and have been for the last 20, 30 years that owe a lot of their success to people like Harvey Weinstein. Or him actually, like him in actuality. But there's, we also know that in Hollywood, there's other people who are just like him that just haven't been outed yet because there was nothing concrete, or nothing sticks. I mean, it's it, it's a really getting into trying to whitewash the past thing gets really weird for me because it's like I don't. First of all, we the internet exists; everything is forever now. Uh, another thing that springs to mind is in the comedy scene everybody's uh, talking about Chris D'Elia right now because come to find out he was going after underage girls and there were, he was on a podcast where they were talking about Snapchat and someone's like, yeah, you know, well, somebody can save your Snapchat or whatever. And he's like, what, w- yeah. What? wait, I thought, yeah. I thought well, if you delete the snap, it's just gone. And they're like, well, no, they can just record it with their phone or something like, and he, the, the, <laughs> The look on his face as he realized that he's been doing up to some nasty stuff that is now trapped in time for him, and yeah. it's yeah it's so we know about these things, you know Song of the South is the classic example Disney distanced themselves from it a long time ago, right, and no they didn't well.
3: That, no, they they have a fucking Splash Mountain. Oh, yeah, that's right. It, 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 Splash, Splash uh, Mountain
2: is there. Shit. Yeah, that's the problem though. But like they they don't show the film.
3: I don't
1: know. It's they, they, they don't, don't you know they in the don't. states. It's only yeah. in the states. Like you could still get it overseas. Right.
0: You know what's funny about that? People are like, oh, song of the South, and then somebody I heard it even recently in a commercial or somewhere somebody will play a nice remix or some redone version of Bluebird on my shoulder, which is the number one song from that. Movie mm-hmm. and they're well, like, "Oh, that's the best song ever!" Like, you can't have your finding you zippity doodah. <laughs> zippity doodah called. Yeah. I want some receipts.
1: I'm pretty sure I have that on vinyl in the other room. <laughs> oh boy!
0: Yeah. You know, I'm just but, saying it, it's it's sometimes things are what they are in the past, and I think Rob has a a good start with teach the history. Teach mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that that. Things happen. It is ugly. I've always said history goes to the winners, and yeah, you know, I was taught all this weird history about um, about the Revolutionary War that has since, in my lifetime, been revamped and changed and pointed out. And I've I've also been taught about racism, and slave owners, and hate. And I even asked questions like, "Wait a minute, this doesn't make sense." And since my life, I'm talking about grade school, and since in my lifetime, truth has come out more. Well, for you, as a, as a Southern gentleman,
2: is not the classic argument from Southerners about like Confederacy memorabilia and statues and all that stuff. They're like, oh, yeah, well, we, that was about states' rights. And that's the argument that I see all the time, which is what is propagated in circles. And it's like the, the chief right that the Confederacy cared about was the right to own people that was the number one thing like yes it was about the state's rights to decide if you could own people that was the biggest issue it was i honestly
0: i don't know because i haven't done a lot of research i do know that it depends on who you talk to right mm you know i think that's true with any issue there's no no war ever has been fought on one thing including the social war that we have going on now Uh, i'm sorry
1: was afghanistan not for oil (laughs)
0: sorry (laughs) we're not a political podcast we're Uh, not a political podcast you could argue for the i'm sorry i just say but but not it depends on who you talk to right Mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying and 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 going back to your initial well but the
2: the the point i'm making though is that you depending on where you are geographically depending on the motives of the authority around you for example you, you know charles you grew up in in the church Mm -hmm. You know, your father being a pastor, I'm sure you were taught all kinds of stuff. That once you got out on your own, you were like, "No, that was bullshit. Like that was just make believe." And I'm sure there's some stuff that you still pull from that upbringing where you're like, "You know what? Maybe this didn't come from like the most truthy place of truth, but it still holds up. Like the vibe is still valid."
0: That's a good point because we got to we got to wrap it out here uh, for this this (laughs) volume. Uh, But the point, the thing I did learn is people interpret things the way they want to interpret them to use them for their own purposes. And that, that I've applied to everything that I try to read and learn and, and understand from people's everybody comes from their own point of view. And I mean, it started with Twitter and, and, and changing it has gone all over the place. Um, if you actually talk to a person, you get to the root of it and you can understand things.
1: But I, I also agree with what Rob was saying before. it's all about proper education. Yeah. And, as a father of a four-year-old, a four-year-old white male, it's it's important and up to me to make sure that that kid doesn't grow up to be a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: It, it absolutely is. And that's my one goal in my life is to lay him down and not lie to him and be like, look, dude, this is something that's been going on for fucking generations. Yeah and i want you to do better i want you to be the voice and your generation to be the voice that doesn't have to deal with this because we've been dealing with it for over 200 fucking years and we still can't get it right now see that so thing is where people get it off the can. world's
0: been dealing with it with since the beginning of time of one people not understanding another people that's neither here nor there right now we'll get off on a great discussion but we don't have the platform
3: no. Before we before we change topics, because I know it's not an eight hour show, so we don't have a sufficient amount of time to really dive into all this, but I need to, because you all seem to agree with me on my last point. I need a place to express my support. Because uh, one of my favorite memes that's come out of this whole thing is that the Confederacy only lasted five years. Why do we have statues to this and not for these other things that lasted longer? I need something, I need a place to express my support to replace Confederate, uh, Confederate war hero statues with Dolly Parton like I you talk about like nobody's perfect you can't find anybody that that is that can't have something cancelable somewhere in their past no 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 i i would like to present my first piece of evidence dolly parton name a poor perfect name a more perfect person i'll wait betty white
1: <laughs> no 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 fuck her she's the <laughs> devil and Okay, she's the you, devil if you want I mean, no i don't i hate Betty she, white as long uh, as she, why but, oh, you monster overrated uh but rob yes 100 percent as somebody who lives near gettysburg pennsylvania i would love to see all of those confederate statues switched <laughs>
0: over to parton statues that'd be, that'd be pretty awesome uh, there you go. On I thought I'd give you
1: a nice note to end on.
0: Thank you, man. That, that was great. Uh, Paul, what's the humble hit for
2: tonight? All right. So uh, there's only 18 hours left at the time of this recording. So if you're listening to the show when it gets released, sorry, you missed this one. Uh, but there's the Codemasters bundle that is still available for another few hours. It has got some juicy, juicy stuff. If you use our link, you support the show. Uh, the dollar tier has Grid Autosport, Overlord 2, and Operation Flashpoint Dragon Rising and some toy box car uh, car game uh the 645 tier has a bunch more racing stuff with dirt rally f1 2018 and a bunch of dlc for it and the 15 dollar tier has f1 2019 and dirt rally 2.0 so go check that out it's only up for another 17 hours and 23 minutes at the time of this recording which is wednesday evening so yeah if you're listening to this later you missed you missed out
0: there you go. All the links are over on GSTU.net. Uh, well, it's com forward slash breaking the panel. If you go to GSTU.net, you'll see our show and every other show that is associated with us. And we'll be back with volume two uh, tomorrow on the podcast. And if you're recording live with us right now, we'll be back in just a minute. If you want to get in touch with Breaking the
4: Panel, you'll find Charles at Rock God of Pod. Phil is at Imaginary Nomad, Chris is at In All Things Wisdom, and Paul can be found at Sobox GSTU. If you love the show and just want to support what we do, hit us up at patreon.com/breakingthepanel and you'll help us make this thing each and every week. If you want to watch the show live each week, Go to twitch.tv slash GSTU and follow us to know when we're recording. And if you're looking for more kick-ass shows like this one, go to gstu.net.